Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Need to Talk. I'm your host, Melinda, and I'm joined by my co-host, Carmel. Hello, everyone. Today in studio, we have a very special guest. We have actor, singer, and photographer, and creator of 21 Sundays, Miss Ashley Haynes. We're going to be talking about 21 Sundays a little later in the show, but 21 Sundays is a monthly series of pop-up shop events featuring businesses owned by black women in Los Angeles, and it's starting on February 23rd. And as an actress, we're going to be able to see Ashley very soon as the character of Courtney, on Lena Waits groundbreaking comedy 20s premiering March 4th on BET. Welcome to the show, Ashley. Welcome. Thank you. How you, you doing? You sound so important. Thank you. Because you love, are. Uh, you are. Of right. course you are. It's so funny when we do have guests and I read their bios, they're like, Oh, wow. I like, I did a lot. I'm doing okay then. <laughs> Let's pause for a minute. I need to give myself a pat on the back. Thank you. I love it. How's everyone's uh, weekend been? It's been good. It's yeah, been it's good. been great. How's your Black History Month been? Awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. Educating folks left and right. I know. I love a lot of posts that I've been seeing on Facebook. I'm like, yeah, you better let them know. Right? Right. <laughs> and Man. I've been learning a lot, too. Like, it's really, I think it's really great. when we, I mean, first of all, everybody, it's true. Black history is American history. It's American history, absolutely. But it's so great to be reminded and also to become aware of folks that maybe we didn't grow up learning about because America's racist. And mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you guys have learned this year that you didn't know before? Carmel knows everything. But he's like a historian. He loves... He'd probably be like, what? He was teaching me stuff. I'd be like, when did that happen? Right. Was there anything that you've learned this month particularly that you didn't know before? I learned that there was a woman who um, refused to give her seat on the bus to a white guy like... 10 months prior to Rosa Parks and she was only 15 years old. Really? (laughs) Yeah, but then a lot of the leaders of the civil rights movement just were saying because of, I guess, the fact that she was only 15 and also other things going on in her life that, you know, it wasn't the time for her to be the face of... make her like the face of that. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how many times things like that did happen where people made movements and did things like that and they just weren't recognized mm-hmm. right because i'm sure i'm sure she wasn't the only one yeah i mean she couldn't have been on. we know how we are yeah, right like, i'm tired yeah. i'm sitting down like yeah i ain't moving for you so that's I, interesting i that's often interesting. wonder about rosa parks and why she became the face for that but mm-hmm. now hearing that i'm not surprised and it kind of just validates the thought that i have it's yeah, probably yeah, also yeah. what i was doing i know yeah. if my mom was back in that day she wouldn't give up that spot either right my mom wouldn't you know? right <laughs> yeah so like <laughs> Work, come on. Uh, 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 um, yeah, um, no. What? No. Right. What about you, Carmel? Uh, you're right. I don't. Um, I don't say I don't know everything. So I you know lear- a lot though, and I love that I you do. take the time to learn it. So I didn't learn anything this Black History Month, other than what people don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so there you go. That's what's Let's, been crazy yes, to me. Like, yes, really, yes. you did not know that. Speaking of which, like, even the post you saw where the woman <laughs> tried to tell me how Alexander Dumas's dad was French. Oh, yep. When I yep. said he was in the French army. Like, it's just like funny. You, yeah. don't, I just said Because I right. laughed at your comment. I was like. Right. <laughs> I just said that. So funny. Um, no, nothing new. But I think I'm, I'm too, I'm, I'm enjoying seeing people post more. Even people who aren't probably like historians or like seriously into black history. Like just average cats. Like, oh, I know this cat did this. You know, mm-hmm. someone posted about how the clothing line Lacoste was started by a black man, a mm-hmm. black tennis player. Mm-hmm. And just to see people like, oh, my God. And then just starting to think how long ago that was and what he went through to, to put that line out there and the crocodile and all right. that. Repliments. It's just yeah. like, you can just see people just like, oh man, like it's it's heavy. And so I, I've just been enjoying that, the seeing people post stuff that for some reason this year, more than any, any time I've seen before, yeah. people yeah, are really yeah. into yeah. 
uh, black history. Right. Yeah. I think for me, it has definitely been seeing what people didn't know. Mm-hmm. Just like a simple thing like, your summers as a child were lit because of a super soaker. Because mm-hmm. of a black right. man. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that. You nope. eat peanut butter every day mm-hmm. and don't know who invented it. You know, yeah. it's just things like that. People are like, oh my God, I had no idea. It's like, oh, this is part of your history. How <laughs> do you not know this? You know? No, I was going to say, people don't know it because they don't teach it in they school. Don't, they all. don't teach us these things. And it's, it's crazy and it's wild to realize all of the w- different ways in which racism is harnessed mm-hmm. you know what i mean yes it's yes, and yes. it's like it's not always blatant it's not always in your face like sometimes it's in the things that aren't said or the actions that aren't taken mm-hmm. um but i think the internet is a beautiful thing it is it can be it can <laughs> right, be right because right. i think like the racism from like omission things we don't say or aren't told or aren't educated on i think sometimes are more damaging like I love Ford and Ferrari, Ford versus Ferrari this I year. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's great. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't know that Henry Ford got a lot of his ideas from, as you just mentioned, the peanut butter inventor, George mm-hmm. Washington Carver. Okay. He taught Ford how to build cars. That's why they call. Had no idea. Yeah. So that's why they call huge uh, factories plants. Mm. Huh. Because George Washington taught him how to build things faster through some of the stuff he was doing in the laboratory, completely like disjointed from stuff he was already doing. But he just had this crazy mind. Wow. And when Henry Ford tapped in, you know, hey, I want to learn how to do this, he, he showed him how to do it. Because hmm. there's no reason to call a plant a plant. Like, right, right. It says nothing to do with plants. But right. George Washington Carver taught him how to build cars faster. That wasn't in Ford versus Ferrari, but that's okay. But you learned that. You, you I, I knew it going in. You know, so oh, okay, I, okay. I thought, mate, would they say something about it? Make? No, of course they won't. Of course won't. they won't. <laughs> of course they won't. <laughs> but that's okay. That's all right. Because in the movie, he's actually that. past Henry Ford. Now it's Henry okay. Ford Jr., so it doesn't okay. matter. But anyways, I think it said something that would have been cool. But, but it's whatever. Hollywood. It's so Hollywood. Right. Yeah. One day. Yeah, One day. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> well, speaking of things that people don't know and things that we don't talk enough about, we are going to get into black female empowerment because mm. I personally think the black women are not recognized and acknowledged enough for the incredible things that they've done for this I country that they're doing currently. So I just want to talk a little bit about some black trailblazers and, and black women past or current that have really made a difference that people may not even recognize. One of the first ones I want to bring up that I think people don't remember or even talk about enough, but I've been seeing her name a lot this month. Cause I think people are trying to learn is Shirley Chisholm. Mm. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think people don't realize that she was the first black woman that actually did run for president. Right. And I, I always wonder like, God, if she was around now, like able to run for president, how far would she get? You know, how much support would she have? Would mm-hmm. people be totally for it? Because, you know, everybody wanted Moshe- Michelle Obama to run. Mm-hmm. Everybody would vote for Michelle Obama mm-hmm. or, or Oprah or whatever. So I just wonder, you know, if it was during a time when I, I say this loosely, that race is more accepted, um, mm-hmm. you know, she ran. I, I really wonder how she would um, be received. I think because social media allows us to see more of the character and personality of a Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. I think that's why she's so much more embraced. Right, right, right. right. I don't really know Shirley Chisholm's you know, quirks and how she acts and things you see on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. So if she was a more uh, approachable person, she she might be, I just don't know. I think she would get further along. I think that's what makes Michelle such a a viable option if she did run. Mm -hmm. Um, But just from the standpoint of being, um, I guess, a valid person, sometimes when when you have all the right credentials as a black woman, that makes you a threat. Mm. And she might not get far. I'm like, oh, she got true. too much going on. That's so it's true. it's kind of a weird dichotomy like that. Like, is she too good? Uh, so well, she's not going to be slanted. We can't force her to do what we want. She's mm-hmm. not like a puppet 
I don't know. So not to say Michelle or anyone else would, but that's sometimes how people look at things. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I think honestly right now, um, the environment is far more ripe than it's ever been to elect a black woman mm-hmm. for president. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you think that is? I think because right now, I mean, I, I hate to say, I, I don't want to well, yeah, right now I Speaking think it's, mind, girl. Yeah, go ahead, it's go ahead, definitely, don't hold back. black women are definitely trending and not just black women, but like celebration of black women and their blackness and um, us feeling empowered and supporting one another. But also, I mean, first of all, like for all of time, black women have always been um, imitated and, and blackness on other You've people been appropriated from, uh, appropriated sure. from. Yeah, absolutely. yeah absolutely sure. mm-hmm. um but now it's like we finally have this now we're taking up space and it's mm. it's somehow socially acceptable now mm-hmm. where and that's like a very recent thing i want to say in the last point. like yeah two years couple years yeah for sure yeah yeah do you think so, it's because our voices are getting louder or why do you think people are paying attention more um I definitely think it's because our voices are getting louder, but I also think it has a lot to do with the internet and social media. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, people sharing facts can't be ignored, especially when those facts are on your screen 24 seven, you know what I mean? And black women are also using social media, whether that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, what have you, um, not just to, like for for not just for like light fluff mm-hmm. but but for opportunities to socially protest or hold companies accountable or talk about share personal experiences and then everybody's right. like jumping on board and saying i experienced that too right mm-hmm. right um right. Mm-hmm. and there's just power in numbers right yeah and i think like having a, a, a hashtag is as cliche as that sounds now it actually really has been make a difference mm-hmm. on social media having something like me too or oscar so white to attach your name to does give you a huge presence and i love that it's black women that are starting these they're like you know what i'm gonna say something finally because <laughs> right. people right. have not been listening to me but i love that we have the platforms to be able to do that mm-hmm. right exactly and I'm, I'm i'm curious to see like where it's gonna lead to and I think also it's it's some of the people that maybe not are the person now that we speak of or is is, is so highlighted in the media, but people like a Condoleezza Rice who's been around for so long mm-hmm. that's hold that's held such a high regard in our in our country, mm-hmm. and just having her been here this long, it it's now set the stage for these women to say I can say something because I've seen someone at least from her um, hold this office with such dig- such dignity. I can, I can be a little crazy and say my thing because I I have someone I, I feel comfortable with. I see mm-hmm. I seen her do it. I can and Connie Rice is not a person who's very you know, um, <laughs> you know she doesn't she's not pushing the envelope. She's not mm-hmm. doing anything crazy, but mm-hmm. it's someone we can see. Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes often it's just that. If I can just see someone that looks familiar that's doing something big, then I feel a little bit more secure to say what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Representation, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to shift over to like politics and we've seen in statistics and polls and everything that not only is the black vote super important, but the black female vote is super important. So why do you think that is? Because if you don't get black women on your side, you ain't going to win. <laughs> no, I, I, I think like I've always said this coming from a comedic background when I perform like you always have to get the women first. Hmm. If, they, if they're not laughing, the men are not going to laugh. So I think with the black woman, I think if you get the black woman vote, you get the black male vote. 
Um, and sometimes that's not the other way around. Like black men vote, black women can be like, no, I ain't voting that. They're very like it's it's if you know black women, you're in the household, you know it's it's the woman's gonna pull the man right, versus the right, other right, way around. Right. So I think that's a big reason why. Mm-hmm. Well, I just want to say I think black women have always, I mean, we've always held power, mm-hmm. right? And we've always held influence. Like yes, I mean, we've generally get overlooked time and time and time again, time and again. But I mean, just looking back at the suffragette moment and movement and the black suffragette movement and how, they are two separate things. Yeah, they are two separate <laughs> things. But mm-hmm. for black women gave gave fuel and power to the white suffragette yeah. mo- suffragette movement until they decided to, you know, split off and say all these hateful yeah. race, racist yeah. things. Um, we've always been politically driven and yeah we've always we've always had that passion and it's not because of oh we just want to be seen as equal it's it's out of necessity Mm. it's like we have to go to the polls we have to be loud we have to not stop and keep going when it comes to fighting for social justice um and that's because we are i mean i think it was malcolm x that said it like black women are the most disrespected most Mm -hmm. like abused Mm -hmm. group Mm -hmm. in the country like that's still true today so if we're not sharing our voices and and creating change nobody's going to do that for us amen amen i completely agree with and that. i think it's in the black woman's dna i mean from the get from the beginning for sure like holding a place of like you know a pharaoh or ferris that that's not uncommon in black history in africa that's not you don't really see that in european history it's not right. if right. the woman's in power it's almost like something happened someone died or whatever and even then they're not trying to keep her in power right? yeah because if you, you know? look at just like you know ancient europe and how women became queens it's because somebody it's exactly that somebody mm-hmm. died to yeah. Them in power. yeah but there's a lot of pharisees from nefertiti on to you know where even the, the goddesses are not on different levels they're at the same level as a male god so i think that's just part of the dna so it's only about time that it started coming out in mm-hmm. our in our country in our history should, should reflect that absolutely you know uh, i just got chills thinking about this because i saw a meme the other day that was basically for black history month that was like um our history didn't start here like it was taken away from us Mm -hmm. and it just makes me think how much we don't we don't know about the history of our people because we were taken from our home Mm -hmm. and just think how many kings and queens were taken and made slaves you know yeah it's harrowing to think about and just thinking about how many you know well you're talking about black women but how many queens and princesses and stuff were probably brought over on ships and didn't actually get to live out their royalty breaks my heart yeah right. that's, that's really sad think about that that is heartbreaking right but i think we we also should realize and this isn't a but it's just an, an addition, in addition to, to yeah. um i'm sure there's so well i know like there's so much in us in our d- dna like you were saying um that we still carry from our african lineage mm. so you know <laughs> for for us to say oh we're all kings and queens Hell, we are. We are. <laughs> yes, right, we are. Right. <laughs> I love it. I actually, right? I am royalty. Yeah. Right? I actually went to South Africa uh, a few years ago, and it it was my first time, you know, on the continent of Africa, and I was amazed by the similarities shared between 
that culture and American com- culture. Like, give, give a few examples. As far as, like, I mean, even when it comes to wearing protective hairstyles, mm. you know what I mean? Or um, just, like, that 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 kinship or um, it's, like, this natural thing that happens amongst black people where, like, there's just a level of comfort, mm-hmm. right, and familiarity. Like when you see a black person... At the store, you give that nod, like you well, acknowledge you, each other. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like, not that I, I don't think, I wasn't conscious of any certain, like having, I wasn't consciously having any certain um, expectations, mm-hmm. but to see that, like to see that, oh, maybe like I am the way that I am because it's ingrained in me, because it's in my DNA, it's not a choice or necessarily how I've been conditioned, but like if I can go back to, you know, mama africa and witness the same relationships and dynamics between people here in this country that i've never visited and then feel that kinship with them and have people welcome me home Mm -hmm. it's like yeah that is carried on and we do have that here even if we aren't consciously aware of it yeah Mm -hmm. that nod is universal Mm-hmm. It yeah. is universal. One hundred. It's so funny to explain that to people. Like, why do y'all do that? Says, honestly, I don't know. We just do it. We just do it. It just, it's just so natural. And I don't care where I'm at. If I see someone, it could be the whitest of white places. <laughs> if one brother walks in, it's just instant connection. Mm-hmm. I don't it's, know why. It's a form of security, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I see you. You see me. If anything happens, we run it out together. Right. Like, we're right. cool. You know what I yes. mean? Right. But it is. It's, it's, we're family, even though I've never met you before. And I kind of love that about the black community in general. I love that our experiences that are shared, even if we're from different states or from around the world, like, they're all pretty similar mm-hmm. and common. And I think mm-hmm. that's a really beautiful thing that we've come together. And that, I always say this, I'm like, that's why they hate us, because no matter what, we like have joy. Mm-hmm. We have like some form of happiness mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and connection. Yep. Um, so, okay, so let's, I want to hear from you guys who are some black women that have uh, influenced you in your life and in your careers and in things that you do. So I'll start um, <laughs> yeah. Come with, on, with, with my um, burgeoning coffee company, Black Brew, Darkest, Richest, Boldest, Get You Some. Um, commercial right there. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Madam C.J. Walker. Oh, my God. I was just right? thinking Madam C.J. Okay. Walker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. for me in her entrepreneurship and just and when she did it that time, like, you don't do that. There's right. no way. And then to become as, as wealthy as she was and in, and all the things she, that you know, started from that. I think for me, it's, it's, it's a no brainer. So for those who don't know who Madam CJ Walker is, can you let them know? And if you don't know, shame on you, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, well, if you use shampoo, that's pretty much it. It's, or a hot comb. Or hot comb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things, but that's, she's basically hair care products is, mm-hmm. is what she started. And uh, that's, she's known for that and many, many other things. And she was the first black female millionaire. In the United she States, she was the first mm. fe- self-made, well, fe- self-made millionaire, female, female millionaire, millionaire, not even just black, black yeah. Yeah. Female, female millionaire. millionaire. Yeah. yeah, so she's. In, I feel like isn't there like a biopic coming out about her? Please, if there isn't, please, dear God, there yes. should be. There should. Did be. I make this up? You could, I feel be, you like could be sourcing it right now. I'm, I'm manifesting <laughs> it to happen. But I'm surprised that it hasn't happened because that story is that's an American dream story, right? Absolutely. Who would play her? I automatically thought Queen Latifah for some reason, but she just played Bessie Smith, so she mm. can't. But then again, Chadwick Boseman has literally played everybody in black history. Yeah. So I don't see why what Queen about, Latifah could. What about, I can't remember her name from the... Octavia Spencer. Oh, Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer could Wait, do Wait, isn't she? Is I'm, she? Did I have a dream about... Okay. Oh I'm my God. You know what? I think I may have read 
that she is. I feel like she is. Like I'm it's not some gonna... Netflix thing. I don't we know are, if it's we, a series we or a film. We got phones. We got we these smartphones. Because I'm not. I know I'm not making this up. Yeah, Madam C.J. Walker. Here we go. Netflix. Octavia Spencer. Here okay. we go. Here All, right. Right. All right. I'm excited to see March yes. 20th. Okay, it's coming oh, wow. up. Okay, next month. All right. All right, on Netflix. See, Netflix got that money. It's a it's a series, actually. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm excited. See, I know it wasn't crazy. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't That's know okay. it wasn't crazy. All right, Netflix. All right. What about you, Ashley? Um, yeah, so definitely Madam C.J. Walker. I think just reading about her story... Uh, as a little girl, it just made me feel like I was going to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, it was possible, you know, um, who, I mean, Angela Bassett, mm. I just, I just love her. And I think she's so, she's amazingly talented. There's something like she has this presence, but she also doesn't get the credit that she deserves. At I mean, all. yeah, she's so talented. She's amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason with her, she feels so unapologetically a black woman. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yes. just like she just oozes yes. this, and like whatever role she plays, just walking on the red carpet, you just feel it. Like even if you're not there, you just see it. Like mm-hmm. that is a black, black woman. woman. Yes. Like oh my god. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I'm gonna surprise people with who I say. Mm. There, I mean, there's so many people I can go back in the day, <laughs> but this is a current person that I don't like. Any of her movies. I don't think she's funny. Mm. However, wow. okay. <laughs> I am very inspired by her story and who who she is. And she's very unapologetically herself. I'm so proud of Tiffany Haddish. Mm. Okay. And I just, yeah, her humor is not my humor. You don't think she's funny? I don't think she's funny at all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think she's gorgeous. I'm, But I like whenever I hear her talk about her story, I like cry. Because I'm like, I just want you to succeed. I'm mm-hmm. so happy she's succeeding. And it makes me so happy to see somebody just rise that way. And I think even if you, for, for me, at least for black people, like even if you aren't like a fan of their work, I'm just happy to see a black person get out of a stereotype mm-hmm. and get out of a bad situation and become somebody that other people can look up to. So I'm just, I'm grateful for her for existing and for people giving her a chance and her for never giving up. Cause I really think that she embodies, um, what a lot of people in the arts are trying to do. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm not, I that's can't. a great choice. And I'm her, really shocked. I know that's I'm what I'm really saying. I'm going to shock people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just can't get down with the, the, the comedy though. I can't. See, I, I give her a chance. I want to support her, but I'm like, eh, I don't, I, just, I don't and know. And I've known Tish, Tiffany for a minute and we've done shows together. Yeah. yeah. And her style of humor is not my style of yeah. humor. And to see, you know, literally to be like in a, in a green room with her or in a, in a hallway, just chopping it up. Mm-hmm. And it felt like the week after that, Mm-hmm. Girl strip hit and then it's and she just like, exploded. And I, yeah. I was just talking to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And knowing it'd been 10, 15 years of her, you know, grinding to get to that point, like, working it, really working hard, super hard. Um, and then I, I could see how people could see it's an overnight success, but like, no, like she's been putting this work in for a minute, and to know yeah. how low. And the places she's been through to come to that point, mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. It's always overnight for people that aren't involved. Yeah, right. always. <laughs> you always. know what I mean? Because you're like, no, this ain't overnight. No. This has been long, long journey. Lot of years. And I've had this is sleepless nights. I didn't have no food. I was living off top ramen peanut butter sandwiches. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's a big one for me. I really love watching her rise. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I know it's crazy. Yeah. No one would think that. No one would think <laughs> the that last person. Yeah, I feel that way about Simone Biles. Oh, really? I think she's so underrated, but she's the best gymnast that's ever existed. Underrated or overrated? 
underrated. underrated. I think she's underrated. Really? I think she should get. I think if she were white, she'd get a lot more attention. Oh, that's interesting because I feel like she has gotten a lot of attention. I really? think she has because you just can't not give it to her. She she's done tricks and techniques that are like that nobody else. That no, right. they can't like even like they're do. named after her. They're named after her. Yeah, and they they yeah. like deducted her a point for something she did because no one else could do it. Yeah, which is like what? That's crazy. It's crazy. Did you see that? You, did you see that? I didn't see. That. Yeah, I was mad about that. Yeah, I was like, so she, like, wait, wait. she's. <laughs> Getting docked for being the best? <laughs> what kind of sense does that make? That's jealousy. But Complete yeah. jealousy. Oh, yeah. Complete it was, jealousy. Wasn't it, where was that competition? Was it like in Europe or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like world championships or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, she got docked a point because they were like, nobody else can do that, so you can't either. It's wow. Like, I know. What? Actually, you know what? I think I did see that. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. She's incredible. She is incredible. I haven't watched her. I think she has a story on either Hulu or Netflix. It's a lifetime story, so it's probably not going to be good. Mm, oh, lifetime! Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> oh uh, come on, we know we know lifetime, y'all. We still watch it though. I think it's getting better though, right? Is lifetime? It? I haven't, I haven't watched it? it since '93. I don't know. Since '93. Yeah. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a long time. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> All I know. I still out there. Still I the same. Out. You ain't missing out. Um. So why do we think? I mean, I can say a number of reasons, but I'm curious to know you guys. Why do you think it's important to continue acknowledging black women even this month and i'm about to go into women's history month mm-hmm. so i better see some black women mm-hmm. getting acknowledged mm-hmm. but why do we think it's important and why do we think people are afraid to give black women the acknowledgement that mm. they deserve wow that's a great question um i think it's important because a representation matters mm-hmm. b because when other people see you do it it inspires them it first it lets them know that they can do it yeah. whatever it is yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it inspires them to be to become better or the best version of themselves. Like if you're a light, people just want to shine their light right along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, bec- I think it's incredibly important because how else could we possibly acknowledge how far we've come? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, for a black woman to become successful at any feat is a damn huge, miracle right it's mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. especially because of all the blocks, all of the blocks. obstacles, yeah, obstacles. Yeah. right so yeah. it's like if we're achieving like amazing levels of success that needs to be celebrated mm-hmm. and and not just for a day or a month like forever for mm-hmm. all of eternity mm-hmm. amen carmel i think it's important because i think celebrating black women needs to become standardized and normalized mm-hmm. like i think like for my daughters when i talk to them about i don't i don't often often make it a black girl thing like oh you, as a black girl but i do give them that but i just try to talk to them about being successful just here's what we need to do here's where it's going to happen and not you know setting them up for success but also not putting like hindrances on them or expect like you know ah, this is going to happen like let's just go for it because i know they're going to have those things so yeah. things will come up right, but if they're right. not thinking about it they're not waiting for it they're not expecting it they may just run right through it right so i think and also as they see women accomplishing those things if it's ava duvernay and people like that they're like, oh yeah my, what my dad said is true mm-hmm. this person's doing it and mm-hmm. it just it just moves on if we're always like siloing it to just one month then those other 11 months were like uh, okay you know you're not, right. it's not constantly in your mind versus seeing like every other white woman being like celebrating there's all these things about them oh okay well that's cool (laughs) yeah but like where's the person that looks like me so i think we have to keep doing this so it becomes more normal i completely agree 
So yeah. if you have a black woman in your life, you better lift her up, not just in February, but the rest of the year because she needs it. Because black women are the future, I'm convinced. Absolutely. They truly are. So now I want to talk a little bit about your event that you're putting on, mm-hmm. Ashley. Tell us about 21 Sundays. So 21 Sundays is a series of monthly pop-up shop events exclusively featuring businesses owned by black women. Nice. Um, I, I came up with the idea because I myself am an entrepreneur. I make intentional candles. I'm also a photographer, but I make intentional candles and just realizing the struggles that I, you know, have faced in trying to get my business off the ground, I was like, I couldn't possibly be, I'm not the only one facing these challenges. Mm. And then I started doing like research to find out if I was feeling this way due to, you know, just a personal response or if there was truth in, in what I was experiencing. And like, the statistics are ridiculous. Mm. I mean, despite black women being the most educated group in the country and despite black women women creating businesses at a much higher rate than any other demographic. Probably with less resources, too. Absolutely with much <laughs> re- less yeah. resources. That And that's the problem. It's like we're, we're not getting approved for business loans. Um, investors aren't investing in our businesses. We don't have access to the resources that everybody else has. Even when we do receive investments, it's like we get, you know, it's 0.006% of everybody else. Wow. And we get maybe... $42,000 compared to a million dollars like for you know a white that a white guy will receive yeah. um from an investor um we don't have access to those resources and we're also not um getting mentorship either and mm. so because of all of these obstacles we're competing on a on a playing field that isn't level and so our businesses are failing. It's like, yeah, we're starting these businesses, but how do we not just survive, but thrive mm-hmm. and create generational wealth? Yeah. It's, I mean, I don't want to say it's virtually impossible, but really it is. And it so it feels that way for sure. Mm-hmm. It definitely feels that way. Um, but like, you know, we make shit happen. We, you know, apply for grants and enter competitions and, and whatever. So there are always these ways to, Um, remedy whatever your problems are but I also as an entrepreneur starting my business like I just felt overwhelmed and isolated and so I came up with the idea to start a pop-up shop not just for me but for other black women entrepreneurs and um, my intention is to combat these challenges by creating creating an expanding community generating awareness for these brands um, and also providing an opportunity to um, form relationships with black women entrepreneurs who have achieved levels of success. Um, I applaud you because you mm-hmm. saw a need that you needed and you're like, you know, what? I'm going to do it myself. I'm going to wait for anybody to do it. And that's what you have to do. You kind of have to just take initiative and, and go for it. So that's incredible. So how Thank many you. brands are participating in, in 21 Sundays or how many small businesses? So for the 23rd. Um, eight brands are participating. Okay, great. And the 23rd is the first one you're doing. The 23rd is the first one. And where in LA is it taking place? It's taking place at the Almost Studio in Mid-City, Los Angeles. Okay. Should I give you the address? Yeah, please do. It's 1287 South Citrus Avenue. Okay. 
Great. Yeah. <laughs> That's so is there a wide variety of, of businesses? Like um, what type of businesses are going to be there? Right. So it's, I mean, it's a wide variety of, of different sort of products. Um, they're all tangible products, cool. right? Great. So, um, I'm vending my intentional candles. Yes. But we've got a lady who makes, uh, CBD infused lip balm and also CBD infused, uh, lubricant. <laughs> Hey, okay. There's a, there's, okay. A, there's a consumer for everything. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've got a lady who makes these gorgeous, genuine leather bags and accessories. Um, we have a lady who uh, makes baked goods and then jewelry, um, special cards for all occasions. Mm. Like she'll literally like she has these boxes with pop up cutouts of like hearts it's so beautiful i love it um also there's a woman there with coming um with screening room la her business is screening room la and it's an opportunity for people to um share their independent people of color to share their independent films and so she'll be vending t-shirts with slogans that advocate for black filmmakers that's incredible um i'm gonna look that up I i know i'm missing I'm missing something. Which is, but, I mean, it sounds like you have a great but variety. But yeah, we've got a great incredible. variety. And there will yeah. even be a, a Reiki practitioner there offering oh, awesome. mini yeah. sessions okay. too. How did you go about finding all of these different vendors? Oh my gosh. I just called people. Yeah. I called people. I emailed people. I asked friends to ask their friends. Um, I posted on in different groups on Facebook. Um, it's just all, I mean, so Rika D, she makes Vith Skin, her company is Vith Skin. She's the one that makes CBD infused lip balm. Mm -hmm. I actually knew her. She's um, a makeup artist and we met on set. I, you know, this independent film and she had her, her lip balm on set that she, she was putting on the actors. I don't know why I can't talk all of a sudden. Because <laughs> you're excited. Passionate. You are. You're passionate yeah. about yeah. it. <laughs> I love and it. everybody was raving about this lip balm because it just was so healing mm. for their chapped lips. Because yeah. you, normally when you're on set, you just don't think to drink water. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was one of the first people I contacted because I just remembered her. But mostly everyone else is just, oh, and Melanie Irvin, the one who makes the leather bags. They're gorgeous. Um I met her working on 20s, actually. She was the hairstylist. And so this is like her side hustle. That's amazing. So yeah, community. I love it. So if people want to find out more information about this and you and how they can either just attend or maybe possibly be a vendor, how should they find you and get in touch with you? You can check out our website, www.21sundays.fun. And we're also on... I love it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We're also on Instagram and the handle is at 21 Sundays. Very cool. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us. And I'm excited about this event. I can't attend this month, but I'm excited to come to March. The next one is March 29th. And is it a specific Sunday of every month? The last Sunday of every month. Last Sunday of every month. Very cool. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much. We got a couple more episodes left and then I'm popping this baby out. Mm -hmm. Good Lord. (laughs) (laughs) I am tired, but I'm hoping to give birth to my own little entrepreneur and uh, empower her (laughs) as well. Make sure. Thank you so much. Make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and we will talk to you all next week. Bye. And this episode of We Need to Talk is brought to you by Black Brew, the darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere.